Zivie Owens, and you're listening to the award-winning podcast, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Please sign up for my newsletter at zivieowens.com for updates on podcast guests and lots of live events. Hi, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. I don't know if you're having a great day or a terrible day. Lord knows, over time, I've had a lot of really bad Valentine's Days and then some really wonderful ones. So I don't know. You never know what the day is going to bring, but for this year, at least, I'm trying to really enjoy it, and I'm feeling very grateful to have all of you to share my experiences with. So I'm reading this essay. It's called Making Time for Love This Valentine's Day, which I published on shehustlecollective.com, and it's really about my many failures and how I feel like I'm just kind of doing a bad job at a lot of things right now. I don't know if anybody can relate to that, and uh I'm trying to do so much, and yet some other things seem to be slipping, and I just thought I would write about it and hopefully make any of you who feel the same way feel a little bit better and make myself feel a little better, and uh, feel free to email me or get in touch afterwards, and um, maybe this will encourage you to hug the ones you love a little closer after hearing it. Anyway, enough introduction. It's called Making Time for Love This Valentine's Day. The words keep ringing in the air as we sit across from each other, our sandwiches spread out between us. I just don't feel like you have time for me anymore. I don't even know what to say. It feels like an accusation, but I know my husband means it as fact. It makes me feel like a complete failure. How could I have made him feel this way? But in a way, I know he's right. I don't feel like I have time for anything anymore. Life has been crazy busy for us lately, both of us, and not just because of the four kids ages 5 through 12. As an entrepreneur, I'm constantly trying to build the brand I've created around my literary podcast, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. In addition to releasing three to five episodes a week of my author interviews and reading all the books to prepare, I'm launching two new super exciting business offshoots. I've assembled the backbone of a team, which includes part-time work from two of my kids' babysitters and their chess teacher. I'm struggling to keep up with a steady stream of emails, texts, DMs, posts, and likes. Somehow each week there seems to be more and more. It's fun and rewarding and amazing, and I'm so grateful. But it's a lot. Kyle is busy too. His production company, Morning Moon Productions, is now engaged in making music, movies, and TV shows. He's on and off calls, flying to LA for meetings with a moment's notice, slacking with his team, scouting talent. Does any of it really matter? Kyle and I have been married for almost three years. My previous marriage, which netted those four children, ended in divorce. Kyle's and my marriage, which closely followed, was a true love match. We met, mated, and married on the tennis court. At first, everything was sunshine and rainbows. But now time, pesky time, has reared its ugly, ticking head. I'm constantly evaluating. Am I using my time most efficiently? Could I do this better, faster? I second-guess every move, every moment. I cram things in. I do things quickly, sometimes too fast, emailing an author instead of my accountant about an insurance bill. I end up at book launch events on the wrong days. I forget to sign up for parent-teacher conference right when the link goes live. Yes, I make some sloppy mistakes, but on balance, I get a lot done, including spending quality time with my kids. That I never skimp on. Here's what I haven't been fitting in enough of. My husband. Also, my friends. A dear friend lost her elderly father last week, and all I've done is sent her one text on a group chain. I'm so mortified by my behavior that I can barely bring myself to apologize. I haven't spoken to my crew of college girlfriends in months. I've only been attending parts of close friends' bar mitzvahs. Instead, I have heart-to-hearts with five new authors a week. These conversations fill my bucket in a way similar to what close friendship does. I've become a bit addicted to the feeling of those 30 minutes of uninterrupted time, listening, learning, connecting. But it's not the same. 
When is the last time I've taken 30 minutes sitting in my same podcast chair to FaceTime my close friend from Denver, my goddaughter, my grandmother, friends who live just a few blocks away, my husband who is working in the next room? I'm prioritizing my professional life over other things I hold dear. What kind of balance is that? I miss my husband. I long to snuggle next to him, laugh, and have that sense of unlimited time that taunts me from select vacations in our past, our honeymoon at Wimbledon, a trip to Malibu. Heck, even just a trip to Dwayne Reed. He's so close, yet he seems out of reach. Even at night, the kids come in and out of our room, our bed just enough to make us constantly tired, always on high alert. I guess the answer is that I have to reclaim that time or it will continue to slip away without my noticing it, like air slowly sailing through a hole in a balloon. I won't notice until it collapses. No matter how professionally successful I could potentially be, I know I'll feel like an abject failure if the people I love don't know it or feel it, especially Kyle. After all, it's his creative energy, love, and encouragement that has allowed me to accomplish anything. The way he believes in me literally makes me believe in myself. I know I'm lucky to even have the choice to slow down, but as any entrepreneur knows, that drive, that 24-7 need to do more and more and more is hard to compete with. Some days I feel like I'm in the backseat of a speeding car. Okay, fine, a car with booster seats. I know I have to take it one day at a time, one opportunity at a time. I have to create snippets of time for what's important, sneak in an extra hug here, a cup of coffee together there, an episode of succession before we pass out, get something on the calendar. I know this whole thing is a woe-is-me problem, but I also know that nothing good comes from having your spouse feel like he or she isn't a priority. I'll figure it out. I have to do better. After all, love is the only thing in life that's truly timeless. That's it. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope my husband Kyle knows how much I love him this Valentine's Day, and I feel so grateful to have him in my life, and I'm sorry for not spending more time with him, and I really am doing the best I can, and even though sometimes... Oh my gosh, I'm going to cry, even though sometimes it doesn't feel like I'm doing a good enough job with the people I love because I'm doing all this other stuff. I hope that they know how much I love them and um, that this other stuff is also making me so happy and um, that even if I'm not always there with time, I'm there with love. And gosh, I don't know. I hope that's enough. Thanks for listening. I hope you all have a great Valentine's Day. Bye. You've been listening to Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books with Zibby Owens. Please make sure to sign up for my newsletter at zibbyowens.com to get more updates about episodes like these and also lots of live events. Thanks so much. You can follow me on Instagram at Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Thanks so much to Steve and Ryan at Texture Sound for the sound editing. And thank you to Morning Moon Productions for providing this fantastic intro and outro music. Thanks for listening. You could always email me at zibby at zibbyowens.com. Mm-hmm.